0: Why go to all the trouble of experiencing the great outdoors for yourself when you can listen to a few Northwest outdoor experts yap about it? This is the Outdoor Line with Tom Nelson, Rob Ensley, and Joey Pyburn on Seattle Sports Station and at seattlesports.com. The Outdoor Line is brought to you by Yamaha, Sportco Outdoor Emporium, Weldcraft and Duckworth Boats, Roy Robinson RV, Kitsap Marina, Harbor Marine, Rain Marine Electronics, and Les Schwab Tires. Welcome to our two of the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station seven hundred and ten, and Seattle Sports App. So, Tobek and I had the tuna trip of a lifetime. We roll out the roll out to Westport. It was foggy. We roll out thirty miles offshore. The the fog breaks open, and we go look. There they are. They're jumping. As and it was just me and him on the boat. So as fast as we could get, we never even trolled. The anchovies get them in the water and we had thirty tuna on board and Tobek goes, stop. That's it. There's just the two of us, okay? And so we got two hours of cleaning fish. And so now after that, everything's iced up. We're on our way home. We just get past Bay City Sausage. And no, we didn't stop for sausages, <laughs> and it probably should have, right? And bam, we get a double blowout on a triple axle trailer and we're hosed. Tobek's Jack doesn't work. We and and so we got tuna rotting in the bilge of this boat right in the fish boxes. And somebody stops by and goes, dude, call Les Schwab in, in Aberdeen. We did, and it was 5 o'clock. They were closing up. They rolled a the truck out. They had us on the road in an hour. I could tell you a half a dozen oh, of Oh, they've saved were, my butt. On hunts, uh, everything. Oh, oh, yeah. So we're coming into the 4th of July weekend. Blake Rothrock of the Renton Les Schwab joining us this morning. Good morning, Blake, and welcome to the show.
1: Good morning, guys. Thanks for having
0: me. Well, thanks for all you guys do. I mean, it's... it's but But look... People like to talk about and focus on their boats, focus on getting, getting ready. you got to have your rig ready if you're rolling down the road and you don't want to be on the side of it. What are some of the f- things that folks need to look at, focus at with their boat trailers, utility trailers, and travel trailers so they have a trouble-free 4th of July weekend?
1: Well, you know, the biggest thing is, is you want to make sure, you know, obviously, number one, just like you talked about with your experiences, making sure your tires are ready to go. So you want to make sure your air pressure's checked, that those tires, you know, aren't dry rotten or anything like that, you know. And then another thing that people tend to forget with their tires is their spare tire, you know. So if you have something going on, you need to have that spare. Um, the other thing too is just normal maintenance, you know, your bearings, your brakes, getting those checked. And you know, the vast majority of trailers, boat trailers, utility trailers, motorhomes, we we do all that stuff. So um, you know, when it comes to all the maintenance on those trailers, your batteries. You just you bring in your local Les Schwab, and they'll get you all checked out. And make sure everything's good to go for you.
0: And you know you got such a variety of stuff too. I, I just put a set of Maxus razors on 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 my uh, on my Silverado. Kathy with her flat this week, it's like let's just get this done, right? Open range on, on our her Subaru, and good to go. But Joe, you and I were rolling out a CQ last year, and I had I had the original equipment tires on my boat trailer, and you looked at those tires and you go, dude, it, it, I mean. The fact of the matter is, but Blake, you would have been proud of us. You would have. We were yeah. like a NASCAR pit team.
2: <laughs> we're ready. Yeah, we're right.
0: like...
2: <laughs> 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 we we're back on the road. But
0: you don't want to have to do that. It takes it, it takes more time than rolling into your local Les Schwab and getting this stuff yeah, taken care of. Yeah, for sure. Of. But but so here's what I've discovered. I'm not I, I'm not asking you to comment on this, but I'm but maybe provide the solution. Look, when you buy a boat trailer, when you buy a travel trailer, or you buy a a a. a, a utility trailer you don't necessarily get the top quality rubber on those trailers and so what should folks do
1: yeah you know they're going to try to keep um you know the obviously the cost down when they're selling a brand new trailer so they're not always going to have the best quality trailer tires so what i always recommend anyone anytime you buy you know anything you know a new vehicle or a used vehicle or a trailer you know it's always good to come into Les Schwab. We offer a free pre-trip safety check, which is going to check that thing top to bottom, make sure everything's dialed in because there's nothing worse, especially this time of the year when you're traveling for, you know, 4th of July next weekend, nothing worse than having a blowout or have something happen to your brakes. And that can just, you know, ruin a whole day of your trip, if not the whole trip. So I just recommend people get your vehicles in, you know, we can do our normal walk-in service. We also offer online appointments too. So, we try to make it as convenient as possible for all of our customers and just, you know, just bring it on in.
0: It's it's more time efficient to go do that, Blake, and, and bring your rig in than it is to have to address it after it breaks. I am all about preventative maintenance. I do it on my outboards. We spent... You know, we spent a day before we even got the boat in the water, Joey, doing, you know, lower units and and fuel filters. It's the same stuff for your truck and trailer and utility trailer. I don't want to spend that time on the road. I want my gear in the water. Well, listen, we, us sportsmen, we we
2: have little blocks of time that we allow for our, our hunting and our fishing. And more and more, look, sometimes, hey, maybe... This is only open for three days right. and we eat up the quota and it gets shut down. And, and if you're on the side of the road, you're going to lose that little opportunity we have to, to be out there on the water or in the mountains. So
0: it, it's just, you know. It, it, so, Blake, th- this may sound weird to you, but I consider my tires on my truck and on my trailers and that co- as fishing and hunting gear because it, it every trip starts and stops with your tires. Okay, and people don't pay enough attention to them. And I know it's, it's probably a surprise for some people to, to to hear us talk like this, but it it there, and there's it, it's a big safety concern too. Because if you wait until you have an issue, I that double blowout I described to you on on Tobex boat trailer, I had a blowout with my original equipment tires going over Snoqualmie Pass and a thirty foot Duckworth. I can only imagine what happened when the sidewall of that tire blew out to the motorist behind me, Blake. I mean, you owe it to the other folks on the road to make sure that big, expensive load behind your rig is rolling safely on good rubber,
3: Blake.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, and if you have your family in your vehicle, too, you know, it's safety's number one priority when it comes to Les Schwab. You know, we just, that's how we look at it is we just want to make sure every customer that's on the road is as safe as possible for themselves and for everyone around them. So it's just number one for us, it comes down to safety, safety, safety. Yeah, yeah, well, and everything
2: might look, perfectly fine on your trailer, your your cargo trailer, your boat trailer. Uh, Robbo and I were on our way to Idaho a uh, couple years ago in November, and we had borrowed our, my buddy Ryan Bayless's cargo trailer. <laughs> hey, it looked, it looked perfectly <laughs> fine and brand new. Um, one thing we did not do was go in for the free pre-trip <laughs> safety check where Les Schwab probably would have said, you need to repack these bearings, and we smoked that axle. Luckily- we we limped off off the freeway with a tire that was wobbling into Les Schwab. We were able to rent a trailer. Les Schwab kept our trailer, fixed it, and we safely got back home. So that free pre trip safety check is like, look, you it, you might not know there's a problem, but they'll find it they'll and they'll fix it.
0: And that's what you're famous for is you walk in the store too, Blake. Every single one of them, you get greeted with a smile. Somebody hustles out to to check you out, and I just got to hand it to you it, it's old fashioned, polite service that that is just becoming all too rare these days. I don't, I don't know where you find the people that that you have at behind the counter at Les Schwab, but they're good folks, man. And we and we thank you for joining
1: us this morning, Blake. No problem. I appreciate it, guys, and you guys have a great day, and, and try to try to stay cool out there today. <laughs> no kidding. All right. Go thanks ch- a
0: lot. Go check Blake. Thanks, Blake. Appreciate it, man. Go check out leschwab. Right. for you. more. You bet. Thank you, Blake. All right, coming up next, a critically acclaimed, award winning Northwest Outdoor Report right here in the Outdoor Line, seven ten, ESPN, Seattle. The Northwest Outdoor Report is brought to you by Les Schwab Tires, taking your safety seriously for over seventy years. Nia Bay and La Push opener. The coastal Chinook season officially kicked off with La Push Marine Area Three and Nia Bay and Area Four. Opening for salmon retention last Saturday, by all accounts, it was an excellent opener. Nia Bay reported an amazing 758 chinook for anglers. Excuse me, 758 chinook for 761 anglers for nearly a fish per angler. This exceptional catch, catch rate caused WDFW to drop the area four to one fish effective today per day. Expectations are exceptionally high this season with increased chinook forecasts. An increased harvest quota, but most importantly, a more liberal coho quota, which will ensure that that season runs through Labor Day. Coastal and Straits anglers will have additional opportunities as Ilwaco opens today, CQ and Port Angeles open on Friday, July 1st, and Westport is fair game on July 2nd, so get on out there and get those summer
2: kings. Marine Area 10 kicks off summer salmon action with the resident coho season, while these While these coho won't be confused with our fall silvers, averaging only a couple of pounds, but they are feisty salmon and will give you a good fight on light gear, try orange or red label herring behind the new Silver Horde Herring Aid Dodger or just a simple plug cut. The key is a super tight, super fast drill bit type spin. No downriggers is really no problem. Use two ounces of lead with 50 feet of line out, an 8 to 12 pound meter with a 15 pound main line between the sinker and the dodger if you're using one. Try Gamagatsu barbless hooks in red, size 2-0 on the front hook, one out on the trailing hook. If you missed All-Star Charter's Nick Kester's rundown of this
0: fishery earlier in the show, hit the podcast at theoutdoorline.com. Recreational and open Friday, July 1st, most Puget Sound. Dungeness crabbing will be on the pallet in many marine areas. Crabbing season should be similar to recent years around most of Puget Sound. Here's the drill. Marine areas 4, 5, 6, 8, and 9 are open July 1st through September 5th. Thursdays through Mondays. Marine area 7 South opens July 3rd through September 5th. Sundays and Mondays only. Marine area 11 is open July 3rd through August 30th, Sundays and Mondays. Rainier 12 Hood Canal north of AOC open the 1st through September 5th, Thursdays through Monday. The daily limit through Puget Sound is five dungies, males only, in hard shell condition with a minimum carapace width of six and a quarter inches. Summer seasons of the Elm um, Cup and Fishery are also posted at wdfw.wa.gov. Dead grizzly washes up on North Sound Beach.
2: WDFW says a long dead grizzly bear was found at Cherry Point on North Puget Sound may have washed out of the nearby mountains during the spring flooding, but also notes the species known to swim from British Columbia mainland over to Vancouver Island. According to WDFW, the carcass was in decay, and there was no obvious sign of the bear's cause of death. Cherry Point is not far from the mouth of the Fraser River and the south end of the Strait of Georgia. Grizzlies are very rare in Washington, mostly occurring in the extreme northwest Washington. WDFW reports that genetic samples were extracted
0: from the washed-up carcass for analysis, and the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service was advised. Late June North Sound River Ops, Spring Chinook is in full swing on the sky. The Skagit and the Nooksack, where the season's been extended, the end of the month, but all these fisheries are being challenged by too much of a good thing. High water is normally reserved for fall and winter, but this summer it's going to be a fact of life. This weekend's heat wave is going to produce some serious runoffs so over high water kings. Focus on reduced current, slow down your presentation speed, and think about reduced water clarity as a substitute for death. In other words, areas you would normally rule out will hold a feisty spring chinook if you take the time to read the water from the bank. Think about eggs under a float under those current seams. While boaters can backplug to bait divers when the water clears up, it's go time for those river salmon.
2: If you're a football fan who's also a fisherman with a seaworthy boat, this may be the perfect event for you. Introducing the first annual Dog Derby at the Port of Everett on Saturday, July 16th. The Dog Derby is sure to be one of the most unique fundraising events in the Northwest. This hatchery tournament pairs current University of Washington football players with participating guests in a one-day salmon fishing tournament which includes a skippered boat, fishing gear, breakfast, lunch, fishing, event hoodies, official weigh-in ceremonies, and much more. The event is limited to 20 boats, so hurry over to huskyfootballnil.com and get registered and get in the game. The Northwest Outdoor Report has been brought to you by Les Schwab Tires. Find the best in
0: tires, brakes, wheels, batteries, shock struts, and more at Les Schwab.com. So here's the deal. We're still looking for boats for the dog derby. And it's kind of a salmon for soldiers thing where you you, you volunteer your boat. We're going to put a UW current player on the boat. You're going to get a hangout with, you know, Damon Heward and Sam Heward are going to jump on board our boat. You're going to meet some cool people. But Joey and I are going to sweeten the pot a little bit. So go. we're going to give away randomly to the to, to the 20 boats. We're giving away a cannon downrigger with a, with a sounder. So in other words... You're going to get the transduce, you're going to get the Canon Optimum, so you're going to get another display on your boat. That's that's going to be the first one we draw. The second one, we're taking you fishing on the Duckworth Sea Beast, okay? And you get to see how that boat's rigged. And then, then the third one, we're going to come on your boat and make sure your electronics are dialed in. We're going to bring a complete Silver Horde tackle package and a rod and get it set up on your boat. You know, and the thing of it is, everybody that comes on this deal at the Port of Everett, and again, thanks for the Port of Everett for setting this up, we're going to be able to check you to hang out with you at the at at the weigh in. And if you got any questions about your boat or setting up your gear, we're going to get on your boat anyway. It's a great opportunity to show your love for uh for the University of Washington football program and take some football players fishing. And one of our
2: friends, uh, John Titus, who we saw out there in that oh, white yeah, sea sport. yep
0: just texted me he's all signed up and ready to go very so thanks cool. a lot John. very cool Appreciate it. so again this 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 is on saturday the 16th so we still got three weeks to kind of dial us in but uh yeah think about either either getting a hold of us on the outdoor lines facebook page email me personally tom at the outdoorline.com and uh let's get in the game for sure all right coming up next bob buchanan bow mac tackle the trimping crabbing jigging master joining us to uh Share some of his wisdom right here on the outdoor line, Seattle Sports Station 710 and the Seattle Sports app. Get in, sit down, hold on, and listen up. You're in the Renaissance Marine Group.com's wheelhouse, brought to you by Wellcraft, Duckworth, and Northwest Boats. Anytime you have this next gentleman on your boat, you are going to learn something. The attention to detail, the experience, and the gear, he is Bob Bubba Buchanan of dot com. Good morning, Bob Buchanan. Morning, Bubba.
3: Good morning, gentlemen. How's everyone doing this morning?
0: Couldn't be better. Well, we could be a little
3: better. That's, we had, that's what I like to hear.
0: We had such a wonderful day with you on the boat, man. We We did our best to have the boat ready to rock, and you did your best. You had the gear, the bait. He showed up with a truckload of. <laughs> he did show uh, up with a truckload floats, <laughs> yep. bait, pots. Yeah, and and so, run us through what made that so smooth. I mean, your smooth bait grind for one thing, but everybody kind of had their job. Even cranky Cougar Toback was cranking on the on the on the on the Bomac pop uh, crab crust, coiler. crustacean coilers.
3: We definitely hit on all cylinders. We had a, we had a, we had the boat, the electronics, we and we had a good skipper too. What do you think, Joey? He was pretty Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Yep. And and we 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 had just that location that was uh, one Mister Martinez had, had shared with us in the past, and uh, it's a small location, so it it required some uh, electronics to to get on it and stay on it and and get your drops and retrieves good but we had good bait. Um, I would have loved to have a little more flow first thing and tide, but, but, uh, we did get some current on our second pole as noticed by the results. And, um, we had the equipment on board that, uh, let us do things efficiently, quickly and make it smooth. And if you, if you really think about it, we were pretty much done in five pots and the first four pots didn't fish that well because of current flows. So, uh, that fifth pot was an eye-opener when it came up. That's for doggone sure.
2: Talk about your, your float system because I, I think a lot of people just buy a yellow float and they put it on there and they don't really think about what they're designed to do. Talk a little bit about your float system and your backup. You know, as that tide starts to rip, you, we snapped on a, another bigger float. Just, Correct. You know, and so talk about what, why do you have them set up that way?
3: Well, first of all, we were in we were down here in central central to South Puget Sound, and, and you're not going to need the, necessarily the flotation that you would need if you were up in the Straits or up at Iceberg or Area Seven Six up there. Uh, there are some spots you could get an exceptional current, but but we're fortunate down where we were at uh, the other day, and down here where I worked in Area Eleven. Uh, that we're able to, to satisfy the majority of the currents that uh, we're going to get days to fish on, uh, with one uh, medium sized, you know, buoy that will float 14, 15 pounds worth of stuff is going to accommodate it. But on that tagline, about two feet from that first buoy, uh, working separately from the first buoy, we have a second one that will accommodate another 15 pounds. And then we have a loop behind it, and if for some reason that that first one was to start really working hard and go under and the second one kicked in, uh, because we have four pots out, we go ahead and snap that insurance policy, if you will, of that third much heavier buoy that will float 20 pounds Uh we snapped that on just in case cuz we got four pots scattered out there and you can't get them all at once if the buoys start to go down
0: no question about it and so the other aspect to the current that, that you mentioned earlier why that area that we fished didn't didn't pop open that fast was you I mean you want to get that scent trail out from your bait but your bait grind and everything is, is just amazing but you you also had some salmon heads in there too now when we transition this fishery now as we we're, we're probably done in you know in the inside prawn fishery eight one eight two nine ten all that kind of stuff probably probably done with the quota there is still quota left in six uh seven as well uh, maybe a little bit later, but Friday we get to go crabbing Bob Buchanan. Tell us about that your bait strategy for that fishery with regard to maybe a hanging bait and a broadcast bait and how that helps your pots fish and fish competitively.
3: Yeah. You know, we, we talk how well that mackerel does. And, uh, if, if you were, I, I'm not fortunate enough to have excess clams in that I, at one time had some razor clams that the state had asked us not to eat because they did find some toxins in the vicinity where we had been at. They, they made that announcement. So it just so happened I had four limits of razor clams that lasted me for three years because we couldn't eat them, but I had them vacuum packed and uh, uh, proportionately for crabbing, and I was able to use them for a couple of years, and that was great. so but if if you can get some clams in there and and uh, also some mackerel in there and and I got some mackerel from Joey that uh, that really did a good job in grinding it up and putting it in that scent container and that helped along with the clam or any kind of a light oil or something in there to get that scent trail broadcast out. And then of course you got a couple of things in there for them to eat. you got a hanging bait, which is usually a Chinook head or something and maybe a piece of spine, but generally just one Chinook head hanging and inside the main bait compartment, you'll have uh maybe some squid and the backbone of a Floyd salmon in there. And, uh, that seems to be the ticket, and the fresher and the better. I and mean, you saw that red plastic coffee container I brought. Yes. And as I've, I've been cleaning the chinook down here in area eleven this last month, month and month and a half or so, and I've been putting, you know, two heads, two tails, two sets of spines, broken up proportionately into those coffee containers and then they stack very neatly and cleanly in your <laughs> wife's freezer in the garage and uh you just grab one of those and take them out and you know that there's uh, there's enough in there to satisfy right. you two pots yeah good so that's um they're, they're, again being organized you know, that's the that's
2: the it. organization in the little things it is little that things make everything work well, and, and, and when when we wrapped up our day of shrimping the other day and both Tobek and Chris Seniel, very experienced outdoorsman, said, "Man, man, I learned
0: some stuff today. Yeah,
3: that you was know? that was the...
0: just every, Bob's thought about every little thing. It's well, and and if you don't watch oh. it with with regard to sh- shrimping and crabbing, you can get your boat." As dirty as 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 if you were just in we ran in a the wide cleanest open operation yeah, dude, it was shrimp wild. operation ever and, it, and and it went yeah and it went so smooth it was just and and the weather on Puget Sound the last couple days has has just been phenomenal yeah. I mean there ha- there wasn't a breath of wind that day yeah it was an amazing day on the water and, and and Kathy enjoyed fresh prawns that night on the deck and that that that's that's definitely a great great deal now but but now so let's talk a little bit about crab gear though because we are we are bombing crab gear. Uh, starting Friday morning, uh, crabbing's open in, in in most of Puget Sound, and and we've talked about the bait aspect. Now let's talk a little bit about the depth and the gear. Um, we have a cooler Puget Sound this year. I think shrimp distributions with regard to depth, temperature at depth, is is a big key. But uh, but but with crabbing, maybe a little less so. But still, we we've kind of got to watch our depths. And if we're fishing deeper, Bob, our pots need to be heavier, or they're not going to be there when you get back. Give us your ideal weight, your ideal line length. Set us up. Get us into the BOMAC.com dot com catalog, and set us up with a perfect crab pot for uh, for opening day crabbing.
3: Well, of course, the the current in your location is going to be key in a lot of it. Uh, I'll be at, at Rust and Wayne, Tacoma, in front of Restaurant Row. Uh, it can rip through there pretty good. I will put 20 pounds of weight in each one of my pots. Uh, I use a, the, the quick fishers uh, that have the gate right down at, at uh, bottom level so they can crawl right in. There is no ramp. And uh, I get those down so that makes that pot, when it's all done, 30 pounds. And it's sitting there, and I will pin no more than twenty-five feet of extra weight because it's a very or of extra rope, right? Because it's a very crowded area, and I don't want a large uh, tail out between my pot and that uh, that float system because I want the next guy that comes along is going to know that he can drop safely, you know, within. 50 feet of me, 60 feet of me, and no, he's not going to get tangled up. So I, I, I do pin it pretty tight, and I have that 30 pounds of flotation on it. Again, I've got that double buoy system that the first one kicks in and then the second one kicks in. Yeah. Uh, I don't put the big buoy on a crab pot because there are so many pots out there. If you put that big buoy on and it does lift your pot off the bottom – and start going, you can have a major problem in it drifting to other gear, and then everyone's gear goes under. So, so be very conscious about yeah, that.
0: No, don't question. And 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 to be a good crabbing neighbor, make sure your pot is not going to drift. Okay, make sure you have it out of the way because all your recre. I will say most of your recreational crab pots, Bob, are intended come from you with the understanding that they are going to add weight to the pot and you have square weights which fit down the bait tunnels and they're they're vinyl coated so they're you know they're they're just designed for this and that's Four, key add weight right. to your pots keep your pots in
2: 1400 the
0: same lost pots yeah that and those are the ones that
2: the department found after the season i talked to don velasquez and and so think about that yeah. 1,400 crab pots that they found That's right. not the ones that went off the edge And they didn't find And they're still out there fishing So very important Right and, pots. and
3: keep in mind those things Like you said, Joey The important part is They are out there fishing And we, we've we got to eliminate a lot of that If we can Because uh, there's more and more people Coming into this uh, this, this recreational activity and, and, and we need to get that That number down to a minimum And uh, a lot of times Your weight can 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 cost as much as your pot and getting that down there. If you were, for instance, to use our products, but the key behind it is try not to put bare metal in there for your weight. Bingo. Uh, some people will put lead in or something like that. And you think about that. I mean, you're going to eat this stuff. Why do you want a big hunk of lead in the bottom of your pot? You know, yeah. with, with your crab or your shrimp crawling all over it, let alone the electrolysis, uh, that could come from that, um, in your pot. And so, you know, we've got a steel product that is, that is PE coated, uh, with the machine. It's not hot dipped or anything. It's, it's actually form fitted and coated. And with a little care, I mean, I've got those, those traps we used the other day were eight years old and they came from the defective bin at stores where somebody had a mishap with it. And so I, I fix it, repair it. So so they've been used prior to me getting them. I got them whipped back into shape and that's what I use on my boat and that's what my gear is. It's mostly that.
0: Yeah. And it, if you, with a little bit of care they last a long time and you don't want to lose your pots. Yep. You know, and and people say oh my pot got stolen and I'm not saying that doesn't happen, but more times than not you right. were fishing too short of a line mm-hmm. and the pots live. All right, before we let you go, I want to touch on the Puget Pounder jigs because we were we were rigging those things up, at, at, and and the way you set them up, tying a nice short, um, I'll say, mooching leader with a tie, with the hooks tied very very close together. So you're using two hooks on the bottom, and that a a shot of fifty pound fluorocarbon. Let that sucker slide up and down, and uh, we have so many fish coming into Puget Sound, and catching a Chinook on a jig is one of the most pleasurable experiences. So oh man, there. But but you also made the point that. You need to horse those suckers in because their, their favorite move is to open their mouth and shake their head right at the net. So you you got to, and you mentioned you need to play these fish like a bass once you hook them.
3: Yeah. You, you, you know, you, you've got, we've got 65 pound braid and we'll fish a 40, 50 pound leader with four, odd, five odd hooks and, and we'll really, we'll get, we'll get after it and get after it hard because, you know, the, the, at first, years ago, I, you know, we'd get him up to the surface and then say, "Okay, get ready to net, get ready to net." As soon as he breaks the surface, we got a chance of losing him. And boom, he would break the surface and you would lose him. And gosh, it was frustrating. Yeah, so, and and then and then we figured out that you know you can get him up, and with the equipment we're using, you put that rod tip underwater, mm-hmm. and you can you can turn his direction and keep him from getting that jig out in the open air where he can shake it more violently than what he can underneath the surface. So if, if, if you watch me on occasion, I haven't been fishing a lot of jigs lately, but I will be because the dogfish numbers are picking up. Uh, I will shove that rod clear underwater once I get him up to the boat and uh and when he starts to shake that rod tip will go down and then i'll get back up and try to get him into a go. position to Sta- be headed
0: stage your flight your fight yeah. underwater yeah. i freaking love it bob buchanan yeah. bow mac.com uh i got a seat in the boat for you monday morning buddy if you want to join us but uh thanks for thanks for all you do and uh thanks for your gear innovations it just absolutely makes a difference buddy
3: you got it. I'm not fishing today because I didn't do my maintenance oh, like I no. I got a bilge pump issue that I'm heading <laughs> to the boat right now.
0: Bob Buchanan, thanks for your time, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, Bob.
3: Thanks, guys. Talk all to all
0: you. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. All right, coming up next, the hottest report we heard all week into techniques you need to succeed. It's where Robson RVs. Really? Where? It's next. You're in the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station 710 and the Seattle Sports app.
3: No way. Really? Where? Yeah, it's coming back. The island is in the lady. Where'd you get
1: him, man? No way. You, you, you gotta
3: tell me. I, I, I'm not gonna tell anybody. Ocean journey, hey, red. Uh,
2: hey, man. Can you tell me where you got him?
3: I'll never put on a life jacket again.
2: Welcome to RoyRobinsonRV.com's... Really? really? Where? Where? RoyRobinsonRV.com will take you anywhere. Really?
0: it's time for you to step up to the number one winnebago dealer in the northwest that's the all new row robinson rv center up at smoky point you're going to find a complete lineup of winnebago class a's class b's super c's travel trailers fifth wheelers tour haulers pop-ups campers and so much more go check that out and more row robinson rv center row robinson com. all right Joey, what do you got my brother well we're getting pictures from Ilwaco already from john
2: kaiser yes, we are. they are looks like it's pretty wide open out there
0: um <laughs> so, so that, i mean that's got to be you know the coast right now is where you got to be it's it's crazy I, I mean we're talking and and the cool thing about it is a lot of those fish i mean especially at Nia bay a lot of those fish are heading here yeah. the ones that they were encountering this morning in marine area one el waco they're heading up the columbia. columbia and and so you know i mean if you you know don't look now but i mean <laughs> we're Come Friday, we're a month away from from Tan opening up, man. It's just done. I'm, but don't let's let's not let's hold, let's hold on to these last few days of June, man, before we even start talking about July. Well, I mean, in the first, we got CQ. We got CQ, up. and that's going to be really super cool uh, to see how how that thing lights off. And 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 with there's no there's not a doubt there's not a doubt in my mind that when that CQ thing lights off, it's going to be phenomenal. Of course, then you get the western half of six. Um, but then we've got to wait till fort the 14th to get Marine Area 7, the San Juan's in Area 9 and Area 10. But I, I think this thing's going to go off like a firecracker. Now, so that first opener, we've got the 14th, 15th, and 16th, and uh, the 16th is also the Dog Derby, okay? So we're still looking for boaters for that. Think of it as kind of a salmon for soldiers for University of Washington scholarship kids. Um, we've got a bunch of people signed up. We need some more boats, and, and you're volunteering your boat, but you're going to get a bunch of prizes and swag, and you're going to get a UW football player on your boat. It's going to be fun. Um, Damon Heward, his son Sam, and probably Kevin Gogan are going to be on my boat. So there's going to be some, you know, a lot of UW football guys. And it's the Port of Everett. Thanks again to the Port of Everett for providing just a wonderful place for this. And there's going to be prizes. So here's the deal. Joey and I are putting up a raffle for the, for everybody that enters. You go, So you enter, these are for the boat owners that volunteer their boat. We got a brand new cannon optimum with a transducer. This is a 2000 dollars package yep. that adds another fish finder display to your boat. Okay. That's gonna be that's going out the door of the day of the derby. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna get that sucker. Number two is we're gonna invite you and three of your guests aboard the Sea Beast, the Duckworth Sea Beast, and take you out either on Puget Sound for for salmon and crab or on Buoy 10. We'll have you come on down oh and f- and fish with us at Buoy 10. The, then the then the third thing we're going to offer is we're going to bring a complete silver hoard tackle package on board your boat and line you up. line you up. We're gonna, we're going to bring everything from from hooks to leaders to everything and set you up on your boat. It, you provide. I'll,
2: I'll provide enough bait for your there you your go fishing season.
0: So so and I'm already getting a couple emails on this. Hit my personal email Tom at theoutdoorline.com. Hit the Outdoor Lines Facebook page if you want to volunteer your boat for this deal. It's going to be a kick in the pants, Saturday out of the Port of Everett, uh, the 16th. Okay, that's going to be the first Saturday. The Marine Area 9, Marine Area 10 fishery is going to be open. It, Dude, this is going to be an amazing event on an amazing salmon season. So... You and I had a day yesterday that really surprised us. You know, we we ended up with some beautiful Chinook in Puget Sound, and, and on a day that you know we thought we were going to get a bite or two. Yeah, you know, and and we, we had, and we would have been very happy with that. Absolutely, you know, always. Yeah, but man, it was I don't know. No, it's going. Be... We
2: were, and we were off the water, back to the dock
0: by about ten thirty. I think. Oh yeah, we yeah we were back at the fuel dock. Yeah, yeah, which which is which is scary. The scariest part of that old <laughs> was the fuel dock, man. But uh, yeah. So anyway, for more information about this, go uh, go hit uh, just if you search the dog derby, Husky NIL, you'll you'll be able Husky to Football NIL Huskyfootballnil.com. Yeah, huskyfootballnil.com, or or just email me personally, Tom at theoutdoorline.com. dot com. Let's let's get out there and, and help these kids out. Also, uh, Murphy Auctions. That auction is going to end uh, midweek. So that's an eight hundred firearm collection. That's that's going to be and really Monday, cool. Monday and Tuesday you can go down and actually view
2: yep. go all check. these guns. Go ahead. And there's there's other stuff too. There's a bunch of knives. Oh my there's yeah. ammo. There's yeah. golf clubs. There's tennis stuff. So at, like way down at the back. Yeah. And once you get, past <laughs> well, you the, have
0: you've dug deep into this one. There's yeah.
2: safes. All yeah. those safes. Yeah, they're going to go too. beautiful safes. Yeah. You know, if you need a gun safe, there's a bunch of those there too. So, yeah, all kinds of cool stuff.
0: So Friday we get again a really. Wonderful opportunity to get crab gear in the water, and and we mentioned this with uh, with with Bob Buchanan too earlier in the show, with regard to you know preparation and you know we I think we've heard somewhere in this media market the separations in the preparation and nowhere is that more clear than than crab man if you don't know a where your crab gear is or b where the lines are or that kind of stuff I mean we're you know that little shrimp opener we had was definitely preparation to get our line hauling stuff set up. But, you know, I know we're going to be down on the dock probably the day before, getting our crab gear, you know, set up on the boat, mm-hmm. making sure, you know, checking everything. But another thing we do is I'm going to go to Harbor Marine and grab a bunch of new bait bags. And we're going to take all that crab bait that we've been fr- saving out of the freezer from the Chinook we got yesterday and a bunch of stuff I had sitting around. You know, you that, that, bag, of, that bag of razor clams, too. And we're going to make our bait bags the yeah. day before. Well, and, and, and that's key because now you get on the grounds, it's a pot, a bag, a line, a float, boom. If, if you really want to get efficient with your crab bait
2: and, you know, as as we start getting into our salmon seasons here or the guys down there catching those resident coho, I was down there with our buddy Chris Sherwood and obviously he kept, you know, the, the carcasses, but take those carcasses, put them in a bait bag, have them ready, throw that in a Ziploc, throw it in your freezer Then the whole thing comes with you. All you got to do is pop open that ziplock, bam, in the pot, overboard. And I'll give some guys, you know, some guys who don't mind traveling a little bit. Uh, I was out running around on my commercial boat during the the tribal fishery. And, you know, a lot of pots on the bar, but I saw where there were not a lot of pots. And that was up the west side of Kamano and down the, you know, the east side from uh, maybe three or four miles past Langley, that whole stretch there, there were only about two boats up there working, right. which is not a lot of pots for that that big area. So that may be something you want to think about on the first. If you don't want to be in the fray with everybody else, get away from people, get up there,
0: and I bet the is really good up there. Yeah, I think so too. And and the, the thing of it is, Puget Sound is an amazing conveyor belt of crab.
1: <laughs> it, is. it is.
0: I mean, they, that, that especially the bar, mm-hmm. the bar just. Yeah. You got that big deep drop. Well, and they just so come right up and, and in, replace all those crab that we're taking. When out of there. when you consider the North Sound, and I'm talking about from Skagit Bay, you know Saratoga Passage, Port Susan, Port Gardner Bay, all the way down to Browns Bay, all that. You you have, an, you you've got a, ha- a crab harvest that rivals some marine areas on the coast. It is just crab central. Um, we also have some, you know, some crab coming back in Marine area 10, you know, you mentioned Bubba's going to be crabbing down down 11 this year too. So, you know, it, it, if, if, if you're not catching crab, you're not using the right bait or you're not at the right depth. You may be the right, not in the right spot. And, and some of the traditional areas you, you've had in the past, you know, you, you may have to move a little bit, but I promise you there's going to be crab out there. There's going to be crab dinner on Friday night,
2: man. Listener checking in from 360... He's asking if Area Thirteen is cr- closed for crabbing again this year, and yes, it
0: is. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's uh, that's that's a tough one, but it but it is what it is. Okay, one more time, a personal appeal to our listeners: jump on N I L dot com dot slash dog derby. Let's let's get some boats uh, under these under these Husky football players. And like I said, Joey Joey and I are going to hook you up with either a new cannon downrigger or or a chartered trip on the Sea Beast, or we're going to get on your boat and get you dialed in. So again, more information: huskyfootballnil.com dot com slash Dog Derby. I look forward to seeing a bunch of you guys out on the water. Please have a wonderful and safe Fourth of July weekend. Um, we. I just, we just look look forward to July all year, man. It's just. And here it comes. Yeah, here it comes, man. And, and I just, you know, dude, anybody that, that leaves the Puget Sound area or Western Washington in, in July needs their head examined. Yes, this definitely. Is, I mean, we go through yeah. all these cool winters yeah, and the, weird springs and. It's the best, you know, June, July,
2: August here. It's. The best. We have the, the three best Our reasons. best weather yep.
0: and our best opportunity at fishing in the sound. No question about it. Missed any of the show? Uh, jump on mynorthwest.com, hit the podcast on theoutdoorline.com, or download that Apple podcast app. Give us a follow on social media at Rob at Joey Pyburn on Instagram. At the Outdoor Line on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And uh, we did. We were nice. We gave Robo the weekend off this weekend. He needed it. He, he needed He's it, man. He's Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> no question about it. For Matt Nelson behind the glass, or Rob Ensley up in Craig, Alaska, Joey Piber, and I'm Tom Nelson. This has been the Outdoor Line on Seattle Sports Station 710 and the Seattle Sports app.